Hey everyone, this is your friend, Brother Gary, at Hands Across the Border Bible Devotions from beautiful Mexico, and uh, we're out here on the porch, so if you hear different noises, uh, just remember we're right here on the side of the road. So uh, we're in Revelation chapter number two, and we're studying Pergamos, so if you want to look it up in your Bible, go ahead. If not, just uh, meditate and think about what we're talking about this morning, that'd be a great blessing. And Pergamos, if you recall, is the worldly church. And at this time, it was the political capital of Asia. It was a very cultural place, a lot of pagan worship, in fact, a lot of emperor worship. And uh, they had a library that had some 200,000 volumes in it. And so the Lord is beginning now, he's going to tell them, you, he, they've got a few problems. And so uh, you and I... As much as we love the Lord and as much as we want to take a stand for God, we are fighting this flesh and you know what? We, we have problems. And so let's look at this and see if some of this has crept into our lives and just get this thing right, okay? So we come to verse number 14. It says, but I have a few things against thee because thou hast there them that hold the doctrine of Balaam who taught Balak to cast a stumbling block before the children of Israel to eat things sacrificed unto idols and to commit fornication. So hast thou also them that hold the doctrine of the Nicolaitans, which thing I hate. Wow. Can you imagine that? The Lord writing about the folks there and saying, I hate what you're doing. But you know, when you and I do contrary to the word of God, that's not pleasing to the Lord. We may try to reason it out and, and uh, make excuses for our lifestyles. But listen, uh, the way God sees things is through his word. So let's look at this, shall we? The first thing he talks about is the doctrine of Balaam. Now, Balaam, remember, he's the one who was riding the donkey and the donkey talked to him back in Numbers chapter 22 through 25, and he caused the nation of Israel to stumble. And his problem was he sold out for money and honor. Isn't that amazing even today that, that oftentimes, if you and I are not careful, we'll compromise ourselves for money or honor or power, however you want to word that. And so he is saying this, listen, I have a problem you're, you're watering this thing down because you're afraid you'll lose money or you're watering it down because you'll gain money and you want, it, want everybody to look to you. Listen, you and I, it, it's irrelevant what people think of you and I. It's what they think of the Lord. We have to take a stand for the Lord Jesus Christ. So he gets on them for the doctrine of Balaam. But then we come down, uh, we see this, that he talks about, in verse number 15, so hast thou also them that hold the doctrine of the Nicolaitans. Now this is interesting to me because in verse number 6, when he's talking, he says here, when he's talking to the church at Ephesus, in verse number 6, but this thou hast, that thou hatest the deeds of the Nicolaitans. And so it has gone from deeds to doctrine. In other words, it's gone from, hey, uh, we're just doing this on our own. It's kind of extra biblical stuff. But now it's the teaching of the church. 
You see, we see that all around us, don't we? And what, it, what Nicolaitans means is to conquer the people. And what they'll do is they'll add extra biblical things and say, you need to do this and go through these religious antics. Why? To control the people, the masses of the people. We see that in Mexico a lot with religion. And so he is saying this, listen, you're selling out to the world. You're selling out to the world for money and power and honor. And you're accepting the traditions of men, so to speak, these doctrines of these who are trying to conquer the masses. And you know what? I hate that, he says. I, I don't know how to get any stronger language than that. I want to ask you something. Are you following the Bible or are you following tradition? Are you following the truth or are you following what's, what you think is best? My friend, if you are not sticking with the Bible and the truth, God hates that. And he wants us to get that thing right. Look at verse number 16. Verse number 16, he tells them now what to do. Repent or else I will come unto thee quickly and will fight against them with the sword of my mouth. He says, Rep repent or else. In other words, he's saying, I'm no longer going to tolerate this. He says, I come quickly. I'm coming fast with judgment. And you know what he's going to use? The word of God. You know what you and I use today to decide, is it right or is it wrong? Does my life line up with what God wants me to do or am I doing my own thing? Guess what you got to use? The word of God. Because it says in verse 12 here, uh, these things saith he which hath the sharp sword with two edges. Remember we talked about that's in Hebrews 4. And you know, he's using the word sharp there to tell us there are no blurred areas to God. Maybe to you and I, maybe in our culture, we try to blur the, uh, the difference between the separation. You see, you and I are supposed to be proclaiming the name of Christ. You and I are supposed to live for the Lord. And you and I are supposed to be evangelizing the world. But isn't it sad today, we look around and it's like the world is evangelizing the church. Listen to me, friend. You stick with the word of God and the Lord will bless you. If some of these things have crept into your life. You're looking more for power or honor or money or you're looking to uh, tradition rather than the word of God. Why don't you just stop right now and ask God forgive you and to help you to stick with him. May the Lord bless you. Bye-bye.